0: Welcome, citizens. You're listening to New Amsterdam Radio, the podcast for creatives. Here, thinkers and doers always have a key to the city. The mayor is in, so office hours start now. Welcome, citizens. Hello, boys, here. Thank you so much for tuning into New Amsterdam Radio, the podcast for creatives, the city for creatives, and the city is yours, newamsterdam.com, at newamsterdam on Instagram, and at new underscore Amsterdam on that Twitter, come say hello. You know, as I sit in my studio apartment in Los Angeles, I dream of being able to have my own place, my own home, whether it's a condo or a house, I haven't really decided yet because you know me, they flip flops every day, but I like to think about two things when it comes to me and my growth. My own personal abode, my own kingdom, and how exactly do I do it? So it was so great to sit down with Randy Chambliss of the LA Housing Authority. Granted, his LA is a different LA. I'm in Los Angeles; he's in Louisiana but still information and knowledge is power. So my chat with him was very fun when it comes to that and how he'd be able to take what he learned to build a business and to build a platform for others to learn. So hopefully you guys can learn a bit as well. If you have a project you want to discuss or be on the show, let me know. You can follow me personally at Bo Boys on Twitter or at Flobito on Instagram. But without further ado, my chat with Randy Chambliss. Welcome back to New Amsterdam Radio, the podcast for creatives, thinkers, and doers. It is I, the mayor, Flobo voice in the mayor's office, hanging with those who are making it happen. And my guest today is making it happen. I have Mr. Randy Chambliss on today's podcast. He's the executive director of the Louisiana Housing Authority, a corporate mortgage bank manager with Geneva Financial, a real estate developer, a financial educator, speaker, and co host of the Mortgage Wise radio show and podcast. That is a mouthful, sir. Good morning.
1: <laughs> Good morning, sir thank you for that great introduction i'm honored and uh privileged to be here man i'm excited you are doing some great things
0: thank you so much this is why i say you do a lot but that's obviously a lot man how do you find the time to balance all that stuff
1: you know it's it's part of my life because everything revolves around real estate my family and so everything that you just spoke about all intertwines together
0: Okay, let's get into it. Tell me about your story, man. How did you get started? How did you get involved in this crazy world, man? Like, what was your first inciting incident?
1: (laughs) Absolutely. I mean, you know, I look at my life right now in the reality, and it's almost breathtaking because when I look back at my life, I almost have to use a telescope because I came so far. Um, You know, it just has been an amazing experience. Um, My life is barely recognizable right now. Um, you know, you talked about some of the highlights that I have uh, currently, but I think it's fair that people do know my story. And I'm glad you asked that question because some people need that motivation. They need that inspiration. They give it up on life, especially as we're going through this world that we're going through right now. And so they have to understand that they have to have hope, right? Hope give you power today. So I hope my story give them some power to know and believe that they could do, be, and have anything they want in this life, right? And so my journey started off in New Orleans, Louisiana. I was born and raised there. Um, I come from a two-parent household. Both my mother and father was wow. there, beautiful parents. They, they gave me the inspiration I need, the, the scriptures I need, the encouragement I need. Um, but they wasn't, they wasn't wealthy, they wasn't rich, they was middle-class working uh, parents. My dad, in fact, was a construction worker and a maintenance tech all his life. My mother, she was working and she decided and made a decision to stay home, to raise me as I was young. And when I became a teenager to do more for myself, she went back to work, but she was working as a domestic worker. So, you know, I didn't, wasn't born with a silver spoon in my mouth, as they will say, right? Um, my parents were hard workers and I had an older brother who was 11 years older than me. And he used to share stories of, of things that happened in the past that I did not know about and stories of things he went through as a teenager in hopes that I can avoid some of the mistakes that he made because he was always that I um, And But even though I had come from a two-parent household, even though I had that extra support with my brother, I still became an at-risk youth growing up in the city of New Orleans. Um, oh, really? In fact, I got it. Yeah, man, it's, it's crazy. And, and New Orleans at that time was known as the murder capital of the world. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it was a privilege and honor for African-American male to even turn 21 in the city. You know, my friends that I was in the environment with, they was either going to jail, being murdered on the street. Um, and I realized that, you know, that wasn't going to be my direction. So yeah. you know, as a teenager growing up, I became an at-risk, you got in trouble twice with the law. Thank goodness, thank God I wasn't never convicted of any crimes or anything. But it taught me some serious lessons.
0: <laughs> and. Yeah.
1: Um, I became a, um, a struggling teenage father real quickly in my life. And I was able to go to school, got to get a trade. And uh, I was working as an acquisition technician, and I became a, uh, a engineer, operating stationary engineer for the city of New Orleans. And so I, w- I started to make pretty good money. And by the time uh, 2005 came, uh, that's when Hurricane Katrina came and destroyed mm. the city of New Orleans. And I find myself homeless at that point. Um, water was to the roof of my home. I uh, couldn't even save a photo in that home that I was living in. And at the time, my, um, my income was good, but I was spending it right out the door, you know, because I didn't have a financial education, right? I didn't have a financial plan in place. So I was making good money, but I was spending good money cars, clothes, all that craziness. And at the time, Katrina hit. We left that day before. Uh, it actually hit, Katrina hit on Monday. I left that Tuesday with my family and I had less than $500 in my savings account. My credit score was horrible, it was in the low 500s, I'll tell anybody that. And I was broken, uh, I was, was busted, I hit rock bottom. Um, and so at that point, I knew something had to change. Um, thank goodness the Most High God did not allow us to stall. He kept the roof over our head, that's what was transitioning, we actually went to Atlanta, uh, Georgia, and uh, Atlanta, Georgia shows, showed us a lot of love. Um, and so from that standpoint, I knew that I had to get my finances in order. I had to do better with managing my money. So I found a couple of mentors, my older brother, who's 11 years older, who I mentioned was a mentor of mine. He had just purchased his own home like two years prior, and he was educating me on the home buying process and sharing mm-hmm. resources with me. And so I was disciplined, um, I took massive action, Uh, I was focused, and within one year, in December 2006, I actually bought my first home at the young age of 26 years old. Wow. And then, yeah, man, in addition to that, 30 days later, I bought my first investment property. It was a a duplex, uh, so I was able to cash flow with that. So obviously, you know, family members and friends and, you know, my colleagues was like, how did you do that? Like, you know, how, how you go from being homeless, broke, busted and disgusted, horrible credit score, no money in the bank <laughs> to, to buying your first home and investment property a year later, right? And so I found myself you know, teaching them and sharing that information and sharing my resources that I had in education. And I found a passion for it, man. And I realized that this is a critical tool of home ownership and financial education and belief in yourself is a critical tool to create a generation of wealth, right? And so, uh, you know, I became licensed as a mortgage loan originator back in 2008. And as I fast forward a little bit in the future, I met my wife, Uh, my wife Veronica Chambliss. right around, um, she was working at a bank, a global bank. And uh, we connected and and, uh, we started flipping properties together, buying them, rehabbing them, reselling them. And we started doing it very aggressively in our community. Uh, We was hiring people that didn't have jobs. Uh, We was using skill set to be able to help build the housing stock in the community, but at the same time, bring jobs, sustainable jobs. And um, as we started buying these housing and flipping them and selling them, we was doing it so aggressively, we started teaching classes of how to do it. Uh, We started providing the resources and giving them access to the capital that we had to be able to go and do the same thing. Because remember New Orleans, even to this day, 16 plus years later, there are still houses that's totally gutted, that's totally off the market in New Orleans. And oh, okay. so we was building our investment team to better help bring these houses back to the inventory. And so we started building new construction homes in our community, we built a ton of those, and then we transitioned to making sure that everybody had access to capital, to better buy their properties, And so that is what, my friend, that brought me to the point today to have the passion and the commitment to be able to give back to our community because of what I went through.
0: Well, talk about paying it forward, the Louisiana Housing Authority. Was that the reason why you created it, to to educate others? Was there any other uh, reason that Mm. pulled you to create this organization?
1: Man, that's a phenomenal question. That is the exact reason why my wife and I chose to create this organization. You know, basically Louisiana Housing Authority, to keep it simple, is a private, trusted housing advocate initiative, right? We advocate on behalf of home ownership. Uh, and it's a resource provider, right? We have all the resources for individuals to make that transition from renting to home ownership. Uh, as a result of our expert guidance uh, and clear action plan, we've helped many people achieve their dream of home ownership and financial security through Geneva Financials. We're going to talk a little bit about that, too, if you will. Um, sure. You know, our homebuyers feel empowered. Right. They feel determined. They feel inspired. But more importantly, they feel educated on a buying process. And it gives them the power to move forward with confidence. And so basically we just give them expert guidance from our past experience. We give them a clear action plan to help them avoid mistakes and actually save on money.
0: Speaking of things that I thought was confusing, I made mistakes. on, so, can you tell me more about down payment assistance programs? I saw some of your videos about that, and I was like, "Oh wow, it's pretty cool. You're you're helping people out." That, but for someone who's not initiated, who's not really familiar with it, can you explain that for us?
1: Sure, absolutely. So, we have a couple of down payment assistance uh, programs. One is for the the average worker. Uh, you know, that person. Uh, doesn't matter what the occupation is. So whatever that down payment that they need, typically if they're a first time home buyer, not always, FHA is usually what they use, which requires three and a half percent down, right? Not 20% down, but three and a half percent down. And so what we do, we're able to bring in a down payment assistant that helped them cover that cost of that down payment. For, for example, you know, a, uh, a 200,000 dollar home loan uh, three and a half percent, and that will be $7,000. Well, when we offer a down payment assistance program, that will cover that dollars that's $7,000. And so that's the, the first down payment system, and we have another one that we're just super excited about as well, uh, and it's for HEROES, right? It's a 100% financing HEROES housing initiative and benefits program. A lot of our heroes don't know that they have access to these extra benefits, they, they, they're just not aware of it. So that's why we're, you know, we're advocates of making sure they are aware of it. So- Wait, who qualifies say, as a hero?
0: Who qualifies as a hero? I know Batman doesn't need a house. He's rich. But like, who's our actual <laughs> hero in
1: life? Absolutely. So qualified heroes are individuals that's you know not limited to current and former firefighters, uh, police officers, all first responders, right? And also all healthcare workers, whether they are a nurse, registered nurse, CNA, uh, if they're a doctor, anybody, all healthcare professionals qualify as a hero, including our teachers, because oftentimes our teachers get left out of the heroes. So our teachers, nurses, uh, even our veterans, whether they are current uh, in the military as well. So those those are our heroes. They, you know, we appreciate them. it's a huge thank you to them for, on behalf of Louisiana Housing Authority because they were tireless in our community to create safe, uh, a safe environment and to be able to educate us.
0: That's really good to hear. Like a lot of uh, teachers, I feel like you know don't get the appreciation they love, and so the fact that mm. they can qualify for this is, is amazing. Uh, you had mentioned Geneva Financial. Uh, what's the role that organization plays within the communities you serve? Like, what's your relationship with that?
1: Sure, great, great question. Basically, um, I'm a corporate branch manager, like you mentioned with Geneva Financial, and we're in 42 different states. Uh, we have 130 plus branches. And my role, one of my roles, is to be able to open up new branches in different states, hire managers, hire loan officers, uh, oversee them to be able to create more market shares, to be able to help lend more in the communities that we serving. Uh Obviously, my wife and I, and my wife, I should mention too, she's a, a corporate branch manager along with me. You know, um, she's a, a realtor as well, multi million dollar producing realtor. Um, of course, she's invested along with me. So, as you can imagine, our whole conversation throughout our house with me and her and the kids is all about, you know, real estate, uh, building the community, mindset development, and just enjoying ourselves. Every day we work out, we wake up and have a mindset that we wanna be happy, joyful, exciting, and create those same type of experiences. So what Geneva Financial is basically our mortgage division, you know, that we use to qualify individuals to help them get access to the loans. And so by us being managers, producing mortgage loan originators, we know what the guidelines are. Uh, We know exactly what steps to take. And so if that person is willing to get educated, to uh, learn more about this process, then we can take them to the promised land and get those keys in their hand. And so when I couple that with Louisiana Housing Authority, when you go to it's you'll see a ton of educational videos, a ton of educational content that we're recording, just like you're doing right now. Like, this is a phenomenal platform that you have. And I, I'm just, again, grateful that we're here. And my wife and I, we do the same exact thing. You know, we do podcasts to be able to, and we may mention it, be able to share vital, vital information. And we record them and put them all the way in the housing authority under the education tab. So at any given time, you know, at their pace, they can go and click on a video and watch, learn and take some notes.
0: Well, I mean, if you're in the podcast space, welcome and thank you. But I I heard that you do the mortgage wise podcast. So I'd have two questions. Why do you see the need for it? And what's been the experience so far with the mortgage wise
1: podcast? Sure. So the experience has been great uh it it even builds a better connection with my wife and i because we have to commit to the topic for that day we have to actually be uh in the video doing the podcast and it just brings us even closer uh number two the education behind it right we bring expert uh advisors on from time to time we have city leaders that come on uh council members ex-council members former council members we have the the uh the president of the New Orleans School Board came on, we have Louisiana representative from the state. So we're just bringing a lot of people that have some influence, uh, that can back the education piece up because homeownership advocacy is a huge, huge thing for us. That's our mission. And so as we bring these individuals on a platform, uh, we be able to to reach more people. And so we created it because we just found that there's a lack of accurate, information that's floating <laughs> around your real estate, right. And so we found that education is power. Uh, but if the information is not accurate, then it, it cannot uh, allow that person to achieve the dream home ownership because guidelines change almost every so frequently. And so by us being in the space, we understand those guidelines, we do a lot of study uh, and research. So we just want to make sure the studies that we have done Uh, We able to bring that to the Markets Mouth radio show, and now it gives people a platform to go there, read, study, listen, take notes, so now they feel empowered, they feel determined, and they feel educated on the home buying process.
0: So, LA Housing Authority on one side, Geneva Financial on the other side, the Mortgage Wires Podcast on the other side, got a bit of an empire going. So, I gotta ask, man, so <laughs> many things, so many irons in the fire. Like, what you, how do you measure results? What's some of the results your team has accomplished? What are some things you call wins uh, as you grow?
1: Sure, absolutely. The win is just to see that client with those keys in their hand, right? <laughs> That's the win. And so, over the years, you know, we have helped many people. Uh, achieve their goal of home ownership by giving them the education they need for financial um, to be able to give them responsible home ownership education, and if they implement, and a lot of people have done it already, they implement uh, what we do now, they could get in the they could get in a position that they're able to be qualified for a mortgage. And once they're qualified for a mortgage, they have the credit scores together, like I had to do when I was 26 years old. They have their savings together, like I had the experience when I was 26 years old. And they have the education, they have the the, um, the uh, income, right? So they have everything that they need to qualify for a mortgage. And once that happened, now it just, they go, go out with confidence and start shopping for their dream home, right? <laughs> you know, because they lender, you know, we have already Through Geneva Financial, saw all the financials. We already gave them a pre-approval, so now they're going out in the marketplace. They're excited, they're confident, and once they find their dream home, now it's about actually just getting to the closing table, processing them, and getting to the closing table. So, you know, again, you know, we just, you know, we just wanted to bring that education piece out because without that, they get misinformation and delays their process.
0: Man, having the education is one thing, but paying it forward and sharing, its a whole other thing. And I got to say, thank you so much, because a lot of people say, you know what, the game is to be sold, not told, but be able to say, hey, look, I'm going to have a resource for someone else. That means a lot. But if someone's watching or listening right now, and they want to learn more about what you and what your team does, how do they go about doing that?
1: Sure. Great, great question. So a couple of platforms, LA, Um, they could go there and give a ton of information. Uh, if they want to connect with me on social media, I am on both Facebook and Instagram at Mr. Randy Chambliss. Uh Also, uh, Louisiana Housing Authority is on Facebook uh, as well. My direct number, right? Most people don't give their direct number. Listen, my direct number is 504 504- 270 You could text me. You can give me a call. Uh, if also you could just call our corporate office at 504 356 9100 and one of my representatives that will connect with you.
0: And if you're one of our international listeners that want to have property in the United States, you, the international code is one. <laughs> so make sure that one <laughs> first to it <get> out. <laughs> wow, man. <laughs> Thank you so much for being on the show. New Amsterdam, the podcast for Chris. I want you back soon or rather than later because I want to see how mm-hmm. your team grows and what's next for your squad. I uh, appreciate you.
1: Absolutely. Listen, God bless you. Enjoy the rest of your day on purpose.